Um, gosh, I'm really honored to um, be able to share my story with you, some of it tonight. So, so, well, I'm Bowie, by the way, so also known as Happy. Um, gosh, I grew up in Vietnam. I was born in Vietnam. Um, my mother wanted me to, her children, to have a better life. So she embraced this opportunity. Um, gosh, how do I begin? Life was very sweet in Vietnam for me as a child. I loved it. I spent a lot of time outside playing, picking fruits, stealing fruits, got chased by a dog. Didn't keep me, didn't stop me from continue to pick fruits. I loved that very much. Um, but I didn't know that we were poor. Um, we didn't have much. My mother worked at the uh, local market selling local foods like rice and beans and some illegal products like coffee beans because I grew up in Central Highland and um, it was a coffee, coffee city. Um, but I, deep down, she wanted her children to have a better life, not selling candy or fruits or beans at the local market but to have a broader, wider opportunities. So there was a um, immigration program available. She heard about it through my aunt in the city. So the next thing I knew was we are going to the city children. We have an opportunity to come to America. And I was like, wow, what's this, what? We get to fly on an airplane to go somewhere? Wow, amazing. So um, we were in Ho Chi Minh the next day. She had sold everything she had, borrowed money from relatives, and uh, found a home for us with another relative. We stayed there for a period of time. We didn't know how long it was going to take, really. We were just there for day to day, hopefully maybe a month, maybe two months. Hopefully not long, but it ended up to be almost a year. She was giving up hope, really, um, but she was relentless. She was strong. She knew that there has to be a way. But finally, so finally, we received words that, you know, you get to come to America from the American Embassy. And uh, a year later, we came to Thailand first for a month for medical examinations. And after that, we went to the Philippines for cultural education, learning more about America, everything there was about America. But it's, for me, it was also a sweet time. I was young, I was 11. I spent a lot of time outdoor, outside playing. Um, we went to the creek a lot, to the river. Um, I remember washing or clothing there with other people in the community. It was a refugee camp, so there were other people there, lots of families there as well. Um, but time passed, and uh, six, month, six months came to an end. We, um, after half a year living there, we received words to go to America. It was time for us to go. 
it was, um, for me it was sad because I had established a sense of belonging there. I really didn't want to leave because I loved it. Who, you know, being at the outside every day, going to the river, uh, all those things was wonderful. And, you know, exchanging foods. We had a lot of food for local fruits there. And I don't know what it's called, but I still remember it to this day, still remember the taste in my mouth. Um, but yes, we left. Um, uh, the embassy had uh, chosen California for us, but my mother said, you know, I think if you can find another place for us, I wanted our children to have a chance to really completely immerse and assimilate into an, um, the American way of life. So they chose Atlanta for us. We really didn't know where Atlanta was, but um, we arrived in Atlanta in 1986. I was 12. It was October. Um, wow. Bright lights, like the bright lights in this room. Um, lights everywhere. I was driving, uh, riding in cars a lot, in the car. I got car sick because I wasn't used to riding in cars in Vietnam. So, um, so that part was really strange, but at the same time, also just amazing feeling of, a feeling of grandness, that wow, I'm really in a car uh, going somewhere. Uh, yes, I was going somewhere to a, um, a, uh, an in, uh, a temporary home for immigrants. It was in Decatur, Georgia, Atlanta. Um, we slept during the day, and we stayed up at night, and we ate instant noodle, ramen noodles, and <laughs> watched a lot of um, Chinese soap opera, uh, dubbed in Vietnamese, and at the same time, uh, Tom and Jerry, and cowboys, and Indians, and you name it. That's where I learned a lot of my English from watching cartoons, so that was that. and. Uh, we stayed there for a month, and during that month period, we got to go to the American grocery store for the first time. It was just down the street. We didn't have a car, so we walked to the grocery store. I think it was Cub Foods, and there was a, as I entered, and there was a, a feeling of amazement um, just seeing everything so meticulous, canned foods, wow, canned foods, just, it's a luxury it's a, uh, to see the abundance of, of everything. Um, I was in everything, what's just wow by it all. Um, uh, wow, we didn't buy much because we didn't have much money yet. I, didn't, I don't think my mom, mom had that much money, maybe of $20 or $10 that they're giving her. But we bought a loaf of bread, and that was my first best loaf of bread ever with butter. I never knew that I liked butter that much, but I did. <laughs> I, needless to say, I assimilated well and adjusted well, because I love butter and bread, bread and butter. <laughs> so, uh, but after a month, long, uh, month, they found us a permanent home, an apartment outside of Atlanta. Um, uh, in Smyrna, uh, it was a two-bedroom apartment with a couple of mattresses, a folding table, and two chairs. It was myself, my brother, who's a year older, and my two sisters and my mom. 
we stayed there for a while. Um, wow, it was an adjustment because we were starting school soon. Um, first day of school in the sixth grade, um, I really didn't know what to expect. Uh, my first experience of seeing Americans was at the embassy in Vietnam, and I had envisioned that they all had blonde hair, blue eyes, and with braids. And when I got there, everyone just looked different. I was like, oh, oh, this is interesting. But, it, but I, I loved it all. It didn't change how I view everyone. I loved it. Uh, but there was also an adjustment because I didn't speak English. But for my, you know, I was fortunate because there were others before me. There were other immigrants before me that helped me assimilate and showed me around. And that helped a lot because I really got teased being the new kids in the school. Um, growing up in Vietnam, we didn't have much, you know, just a pair of clothes, too, to change into back and forth and a pair of sandals. And so it was the same thing for us in America. Nothing was different, really. Um, but I got teased, saying, you're dirty. So well, I didn't know that. You know, my mom washed clothes all the time. I would change the next day. What's wrong with that? But I felt, you know, I didn't think that I, I was poor or anything. It's just like, that's just a way of life. But I made it through it, you know. I made it through it, got to high school. It was still an adjusting period, really. Um, but I made it through it as well. Managed to get into college because that, that was the right thing to do. You know, um, being an immigrant coming to America, my mother brought us here to give, so that we can have this amazing opportunity to pursue anything, anything we want to pursue in life, to go to school, to get a formal education, be a doctor, be a lawyer, be somebody, just have some ambition. Um, honest to say, I, was, I didn't have any of those things. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was lost. But at the same time, I felt a sense of just embarrassment, shame, because I let my mom down. You know, I, I fought her quite a bit just to, and from the inside, just, I was a good girl. I was a good student. I did well in school. I was kind, thoughtful. But there was a part of me that really fought everything that she wanted me to do, wanted me to be. Um, it was a challenge. Um, so I left home. That was sacrilegious. You don't leave home until you get married, until you're married. That was, I brought a lot of shame to her and our family. Um, but I got out of the house. I was able to find a job at this rest, restaurant, vegetarian restaurant called Veggie Land. I had never had any experience in the restaurant work except for one day at Ryan's Steakhouse. Um, that was my resume. But um, I'd always thought that I was shy, that, that I was quiet. But working at Veggie Land one day, and the next day the trainer left, and I was the only one in the front of the house. And that was me. What am I going to do? And somehow, I came out of my shell. I was able to 
converse, engage, help, service, and provide something for, for our guest. And it was a great feeling. So that one day turned out to be 10 years. Um, I learned everything there was about restaurant world. I didn't know how to hold a knife properly. And I, um, the chef there taught me how to hold a knife for the first time. I held it properly. Um, I basically got to learn a lot. And um, the opportunity came for me to acquire the business. I thought, you know what? I'm already doing everything. I'm prepping, I'm cleaning, I'm mopping. I'm just doing all those things. I might as well own this business. So when I got a loan and got approved, and it was amazing feeling to, to have this opportunity. I was gonna save all my money, you know, stash it away, and then just buy a condo and live, you know, just in, for the rest of my life, just continue to work that way. And that's where I met my husband. He came in for a smoothie, and we started dating at, for two and a half years. And, um, got married after that. And uh, right at the, the same time, the building of the restaurant was um, gonna be torn down. So we thought it was a good opportunity to start, uh, start life over together. So we moved to Nashville to be closer to his family. Um, and it was during the recession. It was hard, but it, in the beginning, it was amazing because we had this opportunity to just really begin lives together as one. And uh, we enjoyed it. I started working at Whole Foods. It was an amazing experience. I got to just really reach out to the community and just be a part of a community. But at the same time, it wasn't enough to take care of us as a family. So through that journey, trials and tribulations of just, it got me thinking a lot about my mom, how she got over here. She didn't have much resources or the means to, to help us, but somehow we were able to come to America because of her tenacity, determination to give us a better life. And so with John and I, we were fortunate enough to start a business called I Love Juice Bar. Um, it was through a journey of healing. I had an old user through my old restaurant, and uh, he got well because of it. Uh, he was fat, sick, and nearly dead, really. Um, uh, so through that, we were able to create a business from there, juices, smoothies, a, to be a corner of health and wellness to our community. And it was four years ago. And... Um, we went from one to now we have over 40 stores. And it's amazing because we have such an amazing team that work with us to make it happen. And uh, we're very grateful and thankful for that. And then with that, a year ago, we were able to create Vui's Kitchen together. I always wanted to share the food that I grew up, I grew up with in a very healthy and clean way and have it more accessible to our community. And um, so that's how Louis Kitchen was born. 
I got amazing people that work with me that didn't know anything about Vietnamese food that are just amazing. A year later, they're able to communicate with our guests effortlessly, and I'm hardly ever there. And uh, I'm, I'm so proud of them, I'm so proud of that. And I have to say uh, that I'm grateful to my mom, really. Uh, I might have fought with her quite a bit growing up, who I wanted to be, what I wanted to be, what, but to this day I'm grateful for her, for her determination. She had such a hard life. And for her to have the insight into the future that she wants to have for her children, and I'm in that place today. And so I'm really grateful. Thank you.